0: to a brand new episode of Red, White, and Brown brought to you by NACES.Live. you are watching this, if you're watching our podcast, you'll see that I'm wearing a Kansas City Chiefs sweater that's right because the super bowl is coming in two weeks here in the united states and the two teams we will have facing off with each other are the kansas city chiefs my hometown team and the philadelphia eagles which i hope they lose in a very bad fashion but let me get my personal opinions out of here that's what the super bowl uh, is going to be in about two weeks but without further ado we're back here with a very very big list today we got four reviews we're giving to you guys and we're starting off with an absolute bang. That's right, this was the fifth highest grossing movie in the U.S. over the weekend. We're talking about Pathan, which starred Shah Rukh Khan, the the one and the only, the big name out there. We're just gonna kick this off right away. So just just before we talk, you know, when when we hear there's gonna be a Shah Rukh Khan movie, like we all know that the theaters are gonna turn up, that people are gonna come out to watch it and the numbers don't lie. And what we saw didn't lie. Because normally when we go and watch some of these movies, it's a very empty theater. There's not a lot of people to talk to. There's not a lot of people to enjoy it with. But Don just sold out. It sold out a lot of its shows. And we were very gracious to be at one um, that was here. I mean, we've been waiting four years, the last four years, for a movie to be starring him. So very much excited. But in true Bollywood fashion, this movie has everything. We got beachside dancing. We got singing. We got great songs. We have of course, Shahrukh Khan and his you know physique, um, and we're just here to kind of unpack it all. Tasha, you know, what would you say is what what, what is Pathan about? What, besides Shahrukh Khan, what what kind of makes this movie? You know, what what makes this a good movie to go out and watch?
1: I mean, Shahrukh Khan, of course, like sure he's <laughs> the main draw. So exciting when a new a new movie of his is released, for sure. But I guess story wise. know it's actually uh pretty thrilling um borrows themes from like mission impossible from james bond it's exciting it's cool so now um i think shadow khan's character he's like a uh, you know kind of like a james bond kind of guy um and there's all these like just awesome action scenes there it deals with like terrorist attacks in dubai and these guys what is the name it's like j-o-c-r they gotta like get together and kind of stop these bad guys from ruining everything yeah yeah um you know what i thought was really cool is the the just the cameos by all these like big people you of know course. like con especially like what a awesome surprise it was to see him on screen right
0: and you know the audience reacted to this very well too because like i said not only were we in a full theater but the entire audience was recognizing all these different cameo performances it's like one after another everyone was just you know really surprised really kind of on the edge of their seat too, to just see what this film's going to have next because of course the premise is you know pretty interesting but I mean it's Shah Rukh Khan right this is going to be you know essentially the biggest movie of the year so we we could really tell that you know the producers the directors are trying to do everything that they could to kind of live up to that hype they don't want it to just be a movie Shah Rukh Khan's then they want to make it an entire experience you know hence the cameos and you know I I just think it's great to say too that like this movie really did have it all. Like, if you're looking for a good action movie, you know, kind of what I would say, what fits within the classic action template. I mean, this really did, this really did have it all. As I said in the beginning, you think about John Wick, you know, you got the club, you got the great action scenes, you have a little bit of dialogue, you have a little bit of love interest, you have everything going on for it. And that's what I think this movie did um, very well. You know, kind of plot and all that aside, Tasha, you know, what, what were some other things you really liked about this film? You know, maybe on the more technical side
1: you know, what was really cool as a cinematography. Um, and th- they moved around a lot. They, there were scenes from Afghanistan, Majorca, Cadiz, Dubai, Turkey, all these different kinds of places. They weren't just kind of focusing on India, but showing how truly international Bollywood can be by literally yeah. being international. I thought that was really awesome as well. Um, the film score was catchy. It was great. We've got a couple songs for you guys in a couple minutes. Um, so you can kind of gauge that for yourself. But yeah, I think uh, they're trying to make a whole kind of spy universe with these with these characters that we're seeing in this film so I think this was a really cool kind of way to world build
0: I thought it was kind of funny too you know like there was actually some pretty good delivery on some community clients. um I think the most hilarious conversation is actually you know right when the movie credits you know start to roll they contemplate how they're tired of having to save the country you know single-handedly for the last 30 years and you know they try to figure out who in the world could to- possibly replace them and you know just by saying that um the, you know they continue to save the world despite their bad backs you know kind of a kind of a joke that Shah Rukh Khan is is aging and you know he's 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 the heart and soul um you know of this country which like i said great great movie great overall um you know little package deal we got there you got the action you got the glitz got the glamour you got the comedic lines and we got Shah Rukh Khan i really hope to see this guy back i hope he's acting all the way until he's like 70 because i would love to see what ancient old 70 year old 80 year old shah rukh khan can bring to the screen but what we're you know bringing what? to you
1: he's go probably going to look exactly the same gonna, i swear he's, he's going exactly to look exactly the
0: same age totally And he'll be toned exactly the same way. This guy's not going to age a single year. And we just got done reviewing *Baton*, one of the biggest movies of the year, one of the biggest movies of the decade. Highly recommend you go and watch that. Go to the theaters, pack theaters, because they're still probably playing this thing. But we're going to move on to a different type of a movie. We're going to be talking about *Gandhi Godsey*, which was a movie I think is. I, I think this movie needed to be made in the way because personally me you know this is a story that I didn't really you know quite know now this is kind of like historically fictionalized so you know I don't want to say that everything in this um it is accurate but I think you know it's it's kind of a cool play just to kind of see you know how how certain things might come to be you know had certain events not happened and also just kind of see too like who might step up to actually fill the role that this movie is depicting so this movie is essentially talking about um, it's talking about two divergent viewpoints and a historical fictionalized circumstance where Gandhi actually survives the assassination that killed him. And this movie like really starts to explore kind of the, the tussle between um, two different ideologies that Gandhi and Gandhi you know represented at the time. You know as so the war um, as well that kind of were disrupting and dividing these forces. And trying to get the point across, it does a act that appears to negate the gravity of the crime committed by not the see And the fault of such a storyline is also that in the facilitating in the ideology debate somewhere in the script, you know, we're just kind of seeing this big nationalist point of view um, that's supposed to you know, not only depict that viewpoint, but also to kind of juxtapose with, you know, what the other diverging viewpoint might be. So, you know, just kind of going in, I I think this movie really did mean well, like I'm not necessarily saying that this movie got the point across quite well, but what I'm saying is when I was in the theater, whenever I was watching or whenever I was watching this movie, you know, I really felt to me that I was thinking about, you know, maybe not only what would have happened, but what needs to happen right now for someone to kind of step into this role and, you know, kind of bring, you know, two dividing forces together. You know, the movie's based on a play, actually, by a Hindi writer, Asger Wajdawah, uh, who was also, you know, pen, he penned the films, often pointed dialogues, but there's a lot of contradictions, you know, and the ideologies. There's kind of, I'm not going to say there's favoritism. You, you do kind of see a little bit of this nationalist point of view um, that's, you know, highly coming across, you know, to the audience. I think this point of view might be, you know, just be just to add a little bit of drama, just to add a little bit of, you know, congrat um camaraderie, maybe within, you know, the wherever you're watching it from. But ultimately, like I said, this comes off a little little jarring in that kind of way. Um, I think the screenwriting, I think some of the technical aspects of this are pretty good. Like they do try and make this be a dramatic type of film, um, as well as that, you know, one to kind of just you know poke you know very important questions i think it's an interesting essay of like the hyper nationalism that india sees in the current times um but you know if this film you know had a little bit of more work to try and maybe you know figure out what the solution might be to bridge these two ideologies to create an india that can you know better satisfy both of those sides maybe that would have been you know a step in the better direction but i do think it's highly important for a film like this to be made because There's not a lot of dialogue in the Hindi um, Bollywood space that, you know, can properly address it. I think this now leaves some room for a film to kind of move in and do that job. So those are ultimately my thoughts. Tasha, do you have anything, you know, to add to that conversation? I know I I tried to unpack a lot right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you really covered it very well. Um, I think, I don't know if our viewers over there out in the radio verse, if you guys had seen the other, the Gandhi movie that was made, you know, kind of on the Western side. but it's, it's interesting to see the portrait of his character painted in two separate ways. One from like the view of a Western society where, you know, he's Gandhi and the one from an actual view of like people who lived there, people who made, you know, this movie w- with like our, our kind of Indian audience um, and actually just made by Indian people. Like what, what is the story they're trying to tell and how is it different? So I thought this was a pretty like, it's a unique kind of portrait of of Gandhi and, and yeah, of his assassin, too. And you don't really talk about those kinds of people um, when you're talking about such a huge historical political figure. Um, so I thought that perspective was was pretty interesting for a film to go that kind of in-depth on that issue was um, actually really impressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like I said, too, you know, in terms of proper execution, I definitely think there are some pros and some cons but i think this really leaves room for a really big impactful film to just kind of come in um and do the job that this that this film here you know set up really would love to see that but we're moving on we're moving on to a platform that i have known to make some pretty good films some pretty good series we're talking about deer each on hulu this was a series that came out recently and we have tasha covering the grounds tasha take it away here
1: All right, guys, so we're going to switch from the movie-verse into the TV-verse. Like Michael said, this series is called Dear Ish, and uh, it's Disney Plus Hot Star for people who aren't in the U.S., Hulu for all of the U.S.-based people. So, you know, only the the pilot is up so far. Um, New episodes come out, I think, daily, Monday through Saturday, so we'll have to catch up with uh, our interesting characters here. But the premise of the show is um, you've got um, a young... Like award-winning journalist. Um, Yeah, I think other episodes are up by now. Sorry, guys. So go check out as many as you can. But a a young award-winning literary editor, um, her name is Ashmita Roy. And the whole premise is kind of like she's the, the, uh, sorry, publishing house that she works for. It's called Paper Inc. They're um, not doing so well. They're about to go under. So they need a really important contract that's coming up with this Young, famous romance novelist Abhimanyu, um, and they need to secure his contract. He, they want him to publish their next book with him. Otherwise, it's going to go under. So Ashmita, uh, her job is to kind of uh, get that going and secure, you know, his contract. But here's the fun part: um, she, she's got her head in the clouds. She's a chronically late um pretty much the first half of the first episode she's stuck in traffic you know she's gonna get be late to this really important meeting everyone's kind of freaking out going where are you um and then something called a meet cute happens for those of you who don't know what that is it's when you have a show that takes that's like romance or a movie that's romance it's the cute little way that the guy and the girl meet meet cute um so the meet cute is she steals abimanyu's parking spot in front of the publishing house um because she's very judgmental about the size of his car and it's just not gonna fit in the parking spot. So she just steals it right from under him. And they they get out of the car, they get into kind of like an argument. Man, they really go at it. I think it takes like a full five minutes of this argument in a parking lot. She has no idea that this is actually the client she's supposed to be securing for her, um, for her agency. So obviously, you know, we're all going, oh boy, here we go, you know, like stop saying these things oh my gosh like you're kind of ruining the whole thing but she has no idea because she's a little hard-headed you know and I mean the guy's kind of a jerk too he's really mean right back at her just not getting along you know got off all the way on the wrong foot for sure um you know the plot's kind of predictable of course I think y'all can kind of guess what happens next she goes into her meeting comes face to face with the guy and just Oh, boy, it's written all over her face. Um, So at the end of the episode, she does secure the contract, but it's a little predictable, dear Ishka's. uh, You know, it's like, I think we can all probably guess where the series is going to go. The guy's a jerk, probably had his heart broken in the past. So he puts all these walls up and channels his love through his romance novels. Now she's going to edit his novel and they'll fall in love. Um, Probably. I would love to be proven wrong. So let's see how that goes. Maybe you guys can come back to the review and leave some comments when you watch more of the episodes. But um, yeah, it's a fun ride. You know, it might be something that you want to turn on as background. Or how just... many episodes was it? So I only watched the pilot episode, um, but I believe now there should be should be full weeks worth of episodes up, around seven or eight of them. Um Yeah. That's definitely enough for the story to unfold. So please prove me wrong, you guys. Come back and leave some comments and let's see where the story goes.
0: Yeah, no spoilers there. And, you know, if there happens to be a second season, you very much will be seeing that here on our show. So stay tuned because we're always on top of every new season that comes out, especially for the shows that we really like. And we are heading into our last review here. You know, for all all y'all that missed that last one, we reviewed Dear Ish on Hulu great little fun little series of what we like to call the meet cute where essentially boy meets girl through a very specific way and it's going to talk about how they do it so new episodes are coming out I highly recommend go watch let us know what you think on our website When before we get into this i just want to note one thing i'll also note this at the end that on Desi. Live, we actually are now allowing fans to become collaborators with us so what you can do is you can make content on our website you can post your own reviews your own thoughts you can repost content become a collaborator with us um, for some very exclusive rewards that we will be announcing um, on a closer date but if you want to look more into that, visit our website and please leave our reviews because we always interact with you guys. But, you know, before we talk too much more on that, we're going to get into our last review here. Tasha, what, what do we have?
1: So we've got another TV show for you guys. It's John Boz Hindustan Kit and it's on uh, Z5. Um, it's a short web series, eight episodes. Um the first and the last one are kind of 45 minutes, but everything else is 25 to 30. So it's actually a pretty easy watch. And you know what? I really enjoyed this. I have to say, um, you know, for me, it's, I thought it was something pretty unique. I think maybe viewers out there, you guys have seen something like this before, but the the show, the premise is you have this very decorated IPS, IP, yes, IPS officer. Um, her name is Gavia Ayer and she, she, which I also thought was very cool. It's a very strong female-led um, series. And, you know, it's kind of like how she gets tangled up in this like web of like terrorism and religious extremism and all these things while trying to ba- balance her like family life. Um, she has a young son. She's constantly getting interrupted in her time with him because work, you know, has to kind of come first sometimes. Um, thought this was a super unique way of kind of doing these kinds of shows, right? It's really like action, it's really a thriller, but um, it's female-led, and, you know, it was normalized. Uh, National Film Award winner, uh, Srijit Mukherjee, is the one who created this web series, so. let me,
0: you know, before you go on with the rest of it, let me just ask you this, because this is something Mira and I have explored um, before here in the past, you know, on the show. You know, did, did, the, uh, did the inclusiveness feel forced, or did it feel very natural? Because to me, from the way you're describing it, it, it felt like a very natural narrative to be able to tell, to be able to show, and it, it just felt very normal. But you know, what, what were your thoughts on that particular aspect?
1: Yeah, that's something that really stood out to me was how normalized um, all of these things were on the show. Sometimes, when people make kind of uh, shows or movies that deal with sensitive topics, or even you know, view the story through a woman's lens not not through the men's lens right sure. it feel kind of forced but this was just totally it wasn't called attention to in that way that makes you feel like okay they're really trying to push it it was super sure. super normal yeah which was great you know um yeah, so that's, that was a really, I think that was a really standout thing for me, which is why I'm talking about it so much, but um, Gavi Ayer, she's played by domal actress uh, Regina Cassandra, who I've actually seen in a couple other things, Um and she carries a show, man, she can do it, so I'm looking forward to seeing what else she does too. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's a really, really interesting show, you know, um some standout moments, like from the first first kind of episode paints her picture, like who is she as a person, who is she as a very complicated character, um, which she is. And it like goes into like her her relationship with her husband. It's super rocky. There's a point where they're like screaming at each other that they need to go to therapy, which was not supposed to be funny, but I thought it was very funny. Um, it's also <laughs> modern, yeah. you know? It's like, you know, go fix your issues. Like we have problems, let's fix them. It was all of these kinds of things were treated like with a very human kind of tone. And then of course you've got the action stuff, you've got the thriller stuff. Um, so the premise is they accidentally find out these, these, this terrorist group, um, which they, this is not a spoiler, you later find out it's ISIS, but they're trying to figure it out. They're smuggling this chemical explosive called RDX into the country. And they keep targeting um like political kind of big events in several different countries around countries, uh, states around the country to kind of like, you know, insert their kind of message into there. Um, so it's like these, this group, they're always one step ahead of the officers and it's frustrating and you get caught up in like wanting her to succeed and wanting the team to stop all these senseless killings. Um, It's really, it's an interesting premise. It keeps you on your toes and it keeps you clicking that watch button one after the other, after the other.
0: How was the action in this? Because I assume that she is just girl bossing some of these, some of these (laughs) opponents.
1: Yeah, I would say she's a total girl boss. I think the action was really great, actually. You know, Um, it wasn't overly done. It was exactly what it needed to be to, to further the story. I really like that she, they paint, um, Gavia is this kind of like she can be a gentle mom and then the next scene she's kind of like beating the living shit out of a suspect in a jail yeah. cell it's like you know she's really got that down and um she gets absorbed into this team by the National Investigation Agency who's it's also led by another woman um and it's just like very interesting for me to see I don't uh don't find that a lot like but it's the action's great the story's great keeps you always wanting to keep um, pressing the button and you'll probably end up binge watching you guys. It's a great, it's a great story for sure.
0: Well, and hopefully too, as we, as, you know, female Media continues to highlight, continues to, you know, paint narratives of, you know, female leading characters, female leaders, um, you know, out there, you know, I really hope they do kind of, you know, start to cover some of those things such as, there's this mother life that happens, and then there's this leader life that happens, and this is how both are depicted. This is how both are humanized as well. Very, I, I think this film does a very good job of you know making that progression. And it's just, it's just great to see. And you said it's refreshing because, you know, I'm a big action movie fan, John Wick is my favorite series, Um, but I really think, you know, especially in this specific genre, we need to keep seeing characters like this, we need to keep seeing stories like this, because not only are they just great to watch, I mean, like this, for example, just completely took, um, you know, took Z5 by storm, you know, very good job on this series, but they're also just, you know, making great progress for things we continue to want to see in a better film and media uh, space, but we're concluding this here, you know, we had a very big list of TV shows and movies, you know, some of which came out to the theaters. We saw some Hulu, Z5, you know, overall, Natasha, would you say we're satisfied with this list? I thought this was a very good week.
1: I think this was a pretty good week too. Totally agree with you. You know, um, most of it, I would recommend you guys go check it out. Have a good time at the movies.
0: Yeah, we have some of these series were short and sweet. Some of these were very, you know, progressive and very, you know, just you know, binge worthy you know, series as well as Shah Rukh Khan. I mean, you know, it's a great week for film and media when Shah Rukh Khan is on the is on the big screen. So um, before we hop off, I do want to make one quick announcement and that is we are rolling out our collaborator program as we speak on Daces Out Live. So if you are a big fan of the show and if you want to be able to collaborate with us, make sure to head over to Daces Out Live and give us your thoughts and reviews. Like I said, you'll be able to post on there as a collaborator. Um, leave us your thoughts and comments on our Instagram. We have DC Live on Instagram, DC Live on Twitter. Um, and without further ado, we're concluding the episode of this. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>